if you ask me like why do i want to become a singer songwriter now maybe it's because yes i love music but maybe it's because like i'm surrounded by those people all the time feeling today, but I'm ready for another episode of Empathetic Musicians. Hi, my name is Sophia Sturmer, and my mission is to share more stories about powerful musicians who have a unique voice in music. As the CEO of So Just Collab, I help women and LGBTQIA musicians reignite their passion for music through imperfect action. On this podcast, we are getting personal with our guests and uncovering what their music journey has been like and if they have any advice for musicians as special as you. Hi, Chuck. Um, how, how long has it been since I last saw you? Well, we... Um... It was... Um, we were in Central Park, right? And there was like this peanut truck or something. Like, like oh, that was, okay, like yeah. Well, the last time. Stand, huh? Yeah. I, was um, I was leaving. I, you knew that, right? I think the last time that we saw each other, we knew that I, I was leaving and we were just, yeah, that was like our last time that we like spent time together in New York. This is New York uh, for our listeners. But yeah, I, I feel, it feels very far away and kind of weird. Um, yeah does sometimes i scroll through my phone and i see those pictures that we took with the cherry blossoms i do too i was just looking at them it was just it was surreal to think of how we were back then how young we were and figuring things out yeah i i I don't know about you i'm still figuring things out but probably a little bit better um than when we were uh that back then but Thank you so much for coming on Empathetic Musicians today. I knew that I wanted to bring you on the podcast because of our connection, but just like I have followed your journey on Instagram and I'm always like, yay, more videos, like more music. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited uh, for you to be here. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I, I didn't think that I could be in your podcast like it's just it's great that you're doing this for yourself and for helping others um and it's so sweet that you uh you look forward to my i guess posts and like videos on instagram i do i do try to like music wise yeah i want to post more it's either little clips of me singing or like guitar covers or song covers it's it's just fun honestly for me um for like anybody that I know that loves music, it's just, I don't know if that's just me, like it's just a joy. I, I always love it. Um, so with that, mm-hmm. take me to your first memory of you making a connection with music. And it could be multiple if, if like multiple things come up. Right. Um, I love this question because it just gives me a chance to look back at my childhood. Um, I know that my dad loves music when I was younger. Um, he would always play his like 80s hits um, and stuff. So I remember being in California because I lived there back then. 
and he had a speaker and back then you know instead of streaming music we had cds and so he would actually burn those cds of like the song he likes and i remember listening to the eagles like hotel california yes and george michael careless whisper one of my favorite songs ever and it was just those that made me have a connection like they're so good like i feel the music i feel the rhythm the lyrics well, not the lyrics, because I was young and I did understand what it really Got was. you, got you. <laughs> yeah, and I just love listening to music. And my dad, um, he plays guitar too. Um, he self-taught himself how to play. I don't think I knew that, honestly. Yeah, he um, he always tells me like, you know, honey, when I was younger, like me and grandma didn't, you know your grandma didn't like have money to get me a guitar so like i would just like go to this place where they taught guitar and just like peek in and you know and then i saw i taught myself how to play it and i was like oh that's so that's so cool because like he, to me he's kind of a prodigy because like i can i can't figure that out like you know at his age when i was in middle school my Asian parents, because I'm Vietnamese, they obviously wanted me to take piano lessons. Um, at the time, I didn't, and they don't push me. Uh, it was good that they didn't push me. But when I got into K-pop in middle school, oh my God, K-pop, there was a lot of, um, they call idols, like the groups that I like, they play tons of instruments. And so like I was watching this one video of uh, this uh, Korean singer play the piano and like she was playing like Chopin or something. And I was like, wow, I wanna take piano lessons. And I told my dad I wanted to, and I was like, okay. And the next day he just put me in classes. So um, it was cool to say that I decided that I wanna play piano instead of my parents making me because you know how that would go. You know, like I would, I I met people that was like, oh, my parents made me so they don't play anymore. Yeah, I yeah. I I totally feel that. Um, I think that's that's super special and super cool that you eventually chose that for yourself. Like you said, if it was the other way, which I very much know, um, because I I I didn't formally continue with piano. Um, that's super cool for you. I love that. I love that that story. Thank you. Yeah, I just I would go on playing recitals, the Christmas and the 4th of July. Um, I did have moments where I was really tired of um, piano just because like, it's like being in class where you have to do the assignment rather than like doing something for yourself. Oh, so yeah. like after a while, I stopped piano in high school when I was um, 17. And then right after that, I just um, was inspired to just learn songs that I wanted to, instead of just like, oh, here's a song for the uh, recital coming up. I decided like, oh, I want to play like um, Richard Claterman's like Marriage de Amour, like, um, or some Elton John song, you know? Yes. yes. Yeah. I was really proud because that one summer um, when I was a freshman, I learned uh, three songs in a, in 
probably in a month and I was really proud of myself because like wow what is your drink of choice uh it's artichoke tea I just came back from vacation actually I um spent the month in Vietnam from April to May and I went to this um region called Da Lac and their specialty is artichoke everything and they have artichoke tea so I brought some back Tell me about, I've, I've actually never had artichoke tea. It's the taste, like, what's the taste like? You know what? I'm, I, I'm not surprised that a lot of people, you know, like haven't had artichoke tea. Like I have not artichoke tea since a couple of years ago and I don't eat artichoke. So honestly, I don't know if it like tastes like, I don't know, like a physical artichoke. Oh, I, see. I see what you're yeah. saying interesting yeah well, but no it tastes like a choke are there any other stories about your personal connection with music before i ask the next question as i get older um a lot of middle school memories is that i love to be silly and performed in front of my friends and my parents since with k-pop it kind of adds to like oh i want to sing and dance at the same time um i realized that i was a pretty good um dancer like i was like at the at the time i knew i was a good singer but maybe not a great singer i'm gonna get to that next okay (laughs) yeah um love performing and at one point i did want to become a k-pop star as one does you know as one does loving k-pop at the time like i would spend time looking at auditions and you know looking at i loved looking at people debuting to be singers or performers i I had had an obsession at the time and so but i was like it was hard for me because i'm from hawaii and i always felt like i'm trapped on an island i can't really um make my dreams come true. Cause like at the time, like I didn't know how things work, how people would travel so many places and they would um, do auditions because with wanting to become a K-pop star, I also wanted to become an actor. I realized that when I was seven watching Hannah Montana and every other Disney shows out there. Yes. And so I, I just understand like, like how, how I can make this come true, how I can make my dreams come true. Same with acting, I was like, how am I, how am I gonna go to the mainland and pursue this? Um, in middle school as well, I joined my eighth grade talent show. I wanted to be in the talent show to show up my dance skills my um immature not immature amateur um choreography skills at the time gosh i can't <laughs> which i know is not true it's not true listeners she she is a dancer thank you i am a dancer i was scared to perform alone so i had a friend of mine perform with me like i i um taught her the choreography and we just we did that and i Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I rocked it at the eighth grade talent show. People didn't know I danced. People were like, like, oh my God, you you F that up, girl. 
<laughs> I was so happy. I was so proud of myself. It was like, honestly, um, a time of my life where I just broke out of my shell. I love that. Oh. Yeah. From eighth grade to ninth grade, we switched schools. So ninth grade is high school. And I kind of kind of repeated the choreography because I didn't know anybody at the new high school. So I thought that was okay. Anyway, it, it went great. Um, it went great. I ex expected honestly i expected to win either i don't know third place or maybe second phase place or first place but um you know, there's a lot of talented um kids out there uh, at my school as well so it was i was a little down but it was good to perform that was your high school right that was my high school i i can empath empathize with that like high school once you once you move from middle school to high school something happens you're like oh wow there's so many people totally, totally yeah. get that um yes they're so talented as well like we're all young and so like it was it was refreshing to see that um the guy that won actually um he beatboxed yes that was pretty cool but i i, I don't think this relates to music, but um, I guess it relates to me being a musician and how I, I, okay, this probably doesn't relate to anything that we're talking about, but the guy who won, um, he said that this song is for everyone and anyone. It's dedicated to for everyone and anyone. And um, every performer could every performer had a chance to dedicate their performance to somebody and i was a big fan of michael jackson at the time so i was like i dedicate this performance to michael jackson and being 14 i was like yeah this is who i want to dedicate to but thinking back now that you know i was like wow how he's he's so why can't I be like him? Like this performance for everybody and anybody. And my performance is dedicated to somebody that's already passed. Like it makes no sense to me how, why I would do that. Honestly, we we don't know the things that happen. Um, I, I can kind of, I can kind of think about like, you know, how you're thinking, like, why, why would I say that? Or, you know, the, the way that, the person who won like said it that way but that that was you at the time honestly you know it's like we look back and we're like oh my god that was so weird or you know I think that was just you being you at the time honestly wholeheartedly so you know yeah I learned to not look at the past so seriously yes because, <laughs> because that could really like bring your mood down yes th this is the point yeah because there's only there's only so much and honestly like if we look at our past and we accept like what it was for and then we keep going there is only what we can do going forward honestly so i'm not worried <laughs> um but you told me about your youtube channel and I looked it up. I was like, okay, let's go. And I just want to know, like, what sparked um, you making covers, making them your own and posting them on YouTube? Because 
doing that is not everyone wants to do that and not everyone um, like has the curiosity to do that. So like, what was that? Well, I started my YouTube channel when I was 20 back in college and it was the summer and, you know, still trying to figure out what you want to do and who you are. I loved um, watching videos from this YouTuber. Um, her name is Olivia Jade. And like she does makeup and vlogs and everything. And and like you, you know, watching somebody vicariously like that, you want to you want that to be your life. And so I was like, I could become a YouTuber too, you know, yes. maybe makeup, <laughs> makeup tutorials, makeup reviews, and vlogs too. So I started that YouTube um, channel for that. I have a couple videos that were like vlogs and like I won makeup and stuff like that. Um, and then afterwards I stopped because um, school started again. And being a YouTuber takes a lot of time and motivation. And I probably didn't have that because of all the homework I had to do. And it's hard, you know? I get that, I get that. <laughs> and now that I um, talk about it, that wasn't me. I wasn't being myself. I was trying to be a YouTuber that, the type of YouTuber that um, that's not who I am. Um, so like that stopped. <laughs> that channel stopped for a while. Sips artichoke tea. <laughs> yes. That stopped for a while because college got in the way and finals and everything throughout until, um, you know, when I graduated. And I jumped back onto my YouTube channel, I would say the beginning of this year um, to make covers of songs, to sing songs, to do covers of piano, guitar, and et cetera, et cetera. You know what? Before that, my YouTube channel had my films on it, actually. Now they're on Vimeo. But it was mainly starting last year. Um, you know, no, not even last year. It was 2020, actually. When I graduated, um, I just started to sing more with uh, my friends, like, you know, called jamming. Um, I had a friend um, back in Hawaii where uh, whenever I come over, she would have like a bunch of guitars and piano and she loved to sing and uh, play. And so she asked me if I wanted to jam. I was like, sure. And it, it was really fun. You just pick a song and we sing together. And if you want to play an instrument, you can. At that time, I didn't know how to play guitar, like fully. And so like, jamming with her over and over again, it was really fun. And um, I just wanted to learn how to play guitar. Um, when I say I didn't know how to play it fully is that I know chords ever since I was younger because my dad played, because like an E chord or A chord, but I didn't know how to put them together to play. I didn't know, you know, like one thing after another. And so the beginning of, 2021 I uh I bought an electric guitar yeah you know most people go for acoustic but I just could not like keep my eyes off of this 
red electric guitar at Guitar Center. And so I bought that and I started playing. I self-taught, I watched YouTube videos. And eventually I, um, you know, I got better and I could play. More friends started to like come along, you know? And um, I remember she booked um, a studio one time so we could all jam together. It was like legit, like there's a drum set and everything. And yeah, we jammed there. And then when I came back to New York, still 2020, I, um, I, I, I kept wanting to jam, but can't, I couldn't find anybody to jam with. I didn't have a lot of musician friends. You know, when you're not a, let's say, musician, you don't have that type of group. Right. When you have your friends, you know, you have a lot of actor friends, et cetera, et cetera. But um, my roommate, Jason, at the time, uh, his cousin bought him a guitar, an acoustic guitar. And so I started to borrow it, like, from time to time. And I started to play and I started to sing. And eventually, we started to jam together because he's also a musician, artist, actor, and then yes, jump into 2021, I started playing guitar. Yeah, um, every time I go back home, uh, me and my friends would jam, and then that'd be really fun. I, those are like one of my favorite ones because I can see it like when I'm watching you and your friends play from Hawaii. I didn't know that I don't, I think I did know, but I didn't know that was Hawaii. You always look like you're having such a good time. So like, I'm just, I'm over here like fangirling. <laughs> um, so one of your covers, um, hmm. tell me about your process when you were making your August by Taylor Swift cover, um, but it's a car's point of view. What, what was that process like for you? Oh, wow. Um, so before August, I, um, I made Betty. Betty was before August. I wasn't um, a Taylor Swift stan until last year. I, uh, I listened to Taylor Swift growing up, but was never a huge fan of her until last year when she released the All Too Well 10-minute version yes. on her Red album. And... I was just so gravitated from that. Something, my my soul left my body. It wasn't just you. I was like, well, this is different and I'm liking it. Exactly. I, I tear up every single time I listen to it because first, I'm an emotional person. And second, her lyrics are just so powerful. And so I started just watching a bunch of her stuff on YouTube and I know that um, she released her folklore album 2020, which is two years ago. So I was kind of late. And then people started to um, rewrite her lyrics to form their own song because in that album, she had this love triangle, um, like love triangle, like each song had a different person's point of view. And so, I've listened to those videos. I've watched those videos and they're actually really creative. And then I've decided like, hmm, wouldn't it be funny to write a song from a perspective of an inanimate object? Yes. 
because each song kind of has one. And in her song, Betty, um, there's a skateboard. And I was like, why don't I just write a, a song about like a skateboard's point of view? And that happened. I, I, I hit up my friend Rhea um, from Hawaii to co-wrote it as well. Because I've always wanted to collaborate with her because she's also a very talented musician and singer. So I was really, I was really proud of that. And uh, yeah, we, we kind of like, we, we met, we said, we agreed on the lyrics, we agreed who sang which part. And then, you know, we just sent each other our recording and I just edited everything and like uploaded it. Yeah. And then I did the same with August. I did that by myself. Um, that was a little harder because um, I have a lower tone then that's, that's good too. <laughs> hard to um to balance it <laughs> yeah and and i think this is probably an ongoing series for my youtube channel i have um a new video um another you know rewrite video um for the song cardigan also on the folk uh, folklore album i don't know when that's coming out but okay. <laughs> I'm super excited. Um, it is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Are there artists that you look up to that you identify with or at least feel inspired by? Because I know I do and it's entirely different from when I was a little girl. Right, right. Well, happy Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Um, so first off, I've listened to all of your um, podcast ep podcast episodes. So there's a common theme. There's a common person that everybody loves, and it's Miss Rodrigo. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I'm blushing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think she's really talented. I love her song, her music, her um, the way she expressed her feelings in her song. So. I look up to her a lot. I think that's one of the reasons. I think she's one of the reasons that I kind of want to get into being a singer songwriter. Um, but that being said, besides, besides Asian singers in Asia, I feel like there's kind of a lack of Asian singers in the industry overall. I like it's probably I can't think of anybody on the top of my head right now, but even um, even Miss Rodrigo is like half Asian. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Gonna lie. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So so it's just like oh, man, I, I really I really want more representation out there for Asian singers. <laughs> we are gonna manifest this. <laughs> No, I, I have the same trouble. I'm over here and um, no, I'd have the same trouble that you are. You know, I, I can try to list and it's it's hard. It is hard. So I'm very proud of Olivia Rodrigo because yeah, I um, I guess the only, the, the other one, which again, um, you know, any any part of the heritage, I know there's her, um, I think that's part of part of her heritage. Um, 
But other than that, it's like, it's hard to list, right? So I totally get that. What's the most memorable moment that you've had with music, whether it's a concert, you know, I know concerts can do this, um, someone's intimate gig at yeah. a bar, or you yourself making music with friends? Concert-wise, I've always, um, I, I remember memories of going to see the Beach Boys, um, Janet Jackson, Elton John, I know, it's Chicago. I love those artists. Um, I got a chance to see uh, the Jonas Brothers recently for my birthday. Um, I saw this. I saw this band called Too Many Zoos, and they they just play saxophones and trumpets. They don't sing at all. That was a really cool experience. Um, and right now, actually, I have a lot of musician friends because um, I I'm surrounded by them a lot. And I think New York has a big musician scene, actually. Uh, our friend Subin, also known as Willbug, singer songwriter, and she's so talented. I, I actually went to see her gig last night, and, and, she has musician friends. So now we're all friends, and I feel like that kind of, like energy, bounces off each other because. If you ask me, like, why do I want to become a singer songwriter now? Maybe it's because, yes, I love music, but maybe it's because, like, I'm surrounded by those people all the time, you know? And um, I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a natural born musician or naturally talented at, you know, making songs and putting melodies, but I'm learning and I'm trying. And I, that love, I love that. I'm, I'm going to cry. Um, yes. <laughs> We'll listen to Willbug Subin. We love her music on Spotify. <laughs> um, wow, no. I'm, I'm going to cry because I am very proud of you. And I haven't seen you, as we pointed out, in a long time. But, like, I am very proud of you. I'm going to cry. I cry on my own podcast all the time. I hate this so much. And so one of my um, long-term uh, goal is to um like make an album or release singles or an ep and i say those things because um i i'm new to this i'm new to songwriting i'm new to making music melodies like i said not a like a natural thing yeah it's honestly it's hard to say these things because like I just don't want I just don't want people to be surprised or judge me for it because you know maybe they're like you I don't care what they think <laughs> and so I have so far I I have one song written but not completed or I have lyrics scattered everywhere I don't know what to do with it I'm terrible with melodies right but I'm still trying. <laughs> you got this. I know someone else who is also writing music. And honestly, I I like that you went back and said, just kidding. I don't I don't care what they think. Because that's that's the thing that I, I want to um I want you to remember, you know, if you wanna make an album or an EP is that like when we share it, when I share something, I don't mean it like look at me, I mean it, I hope this 
is what someone else um, is looking for, meaning I hope it changes them. So like when you share your music, it doesn't matter if there's like this person over here who's like, what are you doing? You don't make, stop. No, you got it. Someone, if at least one person is moved by your music, I think that's pretty cool. So that's what I think about. <laughs> it's it's so true. It's so true. And uh, that goes with like other things that I'm doing too, like acting and filmmaking. It goes the same. Yes. And I know that I I truly know that my I truly know my friends and my family think that like they they think that I'm talented and they they will support me. I think sometimes it's just my insecurity that uh, gets in the way. I'm not trying to be deep here. I just like, it's just hard sometimes. No, no, I get you. All, everyone has insecurities. So you got your tea. I have my water. You know, the things that um, I think about are what supports me. So if that's water, mm. if that's tea, that's a part of do I feel good in my body? Do I feel good with myself? And it's not a perfect science every day. I'm just saying, if you're like, ooh, I want a matcha, the things that like we put in our body are important because if we want to sing, if we want to play, make music, um, it's all back to, you know, how we think about it, you know, up here. So Singing overall, that reminds me um, how I said, like, I'm going to go back to that earlier. Growing up, like, I would just sing randomly and my my I, every time I asked my mom my good singer and she would say like you're you're good but not great and when she says that you know like in her mind it's there's obviously professional singers they're great you know um and so and so that's that and with my dad he's always Honestly, every time I sing, he kind of sometimes stops and means like, like truck. I think you're. Per I think you should. I don't know. End this word longer or this and that. Very techno. He's a technical guy, and so again, I feel like they differentiate like singers. Like we sing for fun and professional singers. It's like you can't have an in between. I grew up with that. That's why uh, my insecurity about my singing comes. That's where my insecurity about my singing comes from, because like, I question my good singer, my great singer. You don't know. I I never knew, but now. But now that I know that that's not true. But everybody has their unique voice. I never try to um, copy other singers, you know their sound or their style. I love that. Honestly, our parents, you know, just average abroad, you know, I'm not saying every parent is like this, but that our family mostly um, is used to the industry music. And this is a big thing that I am breaking mm -hmm. down is because that's not everyone and music is for everyone. So I'm so happy that, yeah. As we grow up, we realize that it doesn't matter if someone is interested in you improving your instrument. 
honestly, there's a lot of us that have other day-to-day things like responsibilities. So if you don't focus on improving your talent, that's not a big deal. Music is for us. Music is for us. And so like, it's, it's so important. And I'm just excited to continue for the rest of my life being a fan of Chuck because, oh God, (laughs) I want more videos and more singing guitar, anything. Well, if you want it, then you got it. You got it. I I have loved talking with you today, Chuck. And I, oh God, (laughs) I could not be more thankful for sharing this space with you today. And thank you for sharing all of you with all of our listeners today. Thank you for having me. I honestly wish we had more time because because talking about one's journey, I feel like never ends. This podcast will be an example of how we all have different stories about how we've experienced the world of music and I just hope that you take away something from some of these episodes and feel less discouraged. You got it, and you should be able to feel confident as a musician. Thank you so much again for listening. This is Empathetic Musicians. Episodes will always be released on a Tuesday. Please leave us a review. I would really appreciate it so we can make more amazing episodes and bring you the best stories. The best thing that you could tell me is that I believe in myself as a musician.